Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. We run into a gazer, another kinku, slows us down, so we get farther away from the kinkus with the stone. We deal with them, and then, meanwhile, Eddie takes the dead blue to the local investigator, Vincent Trench. He's very creepy, and you try to hire him to make sure Charlie's okay. I do hire him. Yeah. Ultimately, you settle on a pretty bad deal, and then you get a visit, or Brick gets a visit from um, his patron. We all split up, and Brick found the Kenku with the stone, captured them, Mm -hmm. took the stone, and now Brick has it, but your patron has told you to keep it secret from everyone. Not included. All right. Uh, that's a great recap, so take inspiration. I will. Thank you. Okay, yes, in fact, we have left off in the old tower. Brick, you have the Stone of Golar in your hands. And the last thing your friend whispers in your ear is, keep it secret. Keep it safe. Thank God. <laughs> oh, will. Because I'm just admiring it. You gonna tune to it? <gasps> yeah, I mean, I... Okay. Yeah, I'll be, like, looking at it, trying to examine it, trying to figure okay. out what's going on. You sit there and, you know, kind of examine it. You're trying to attune to it, and then all of a sudden you hear this voice in your head. Another voice. Great. Another voice in your Great. head. <laughs> There's just always... How many people live up there? You hear... Aha! Who is this? Oh, so many wonderful little secrets in your brain. Keep away from my secrets. Who are you? (laughs) I am the Stone of Gola. I look back down at the stone. (laughs) And one of its eyes winks. The Wait, stone can, has an eye? Can you describe the stone? Because I was unaware that it had eyes. Yeah, yes. it's I green, the stone it's to you. ovular, it's okay, got yeah, three yeah, eyes. Yeah. It's three eyes. Those are eyes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. I was Three eyes in a row. It looks like a, a jade-colored skipping stone with three eyes in a row on top of it. Beautiful so, and creepy. So I kind of like lower my finger and kind of <laughs> poke that eye. Hey! Oh, hey! I kind of... Jerk away. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, you want to be rich. I do. Well, it just so happens I know of a vault filled with gold. Oh, I love gold. Where, where is it? Ah, we must exchange a few more pleasantries. Oh, okay. Yes, I'll tell you what. For every secret of yours that you tell me, I will tell you a secret of mine. Okay. Hmm. 
You go first. Mmm, how about that one over there? Looks <laughs> like what it will wear. I think I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what kind of secrets? You're a criminal. You have lots of secrets, I'm sure. I stole from my mom. Oh. Stole from? What did you steal from your mom? Another piece of cake. You stole cake? Oh, wow. I was hoping for something with a bit more icing on it. Anything else in that little head of yours? Sorry, listeners, for all the furious scribbling you get to do now. I know. Oh, gosh. I should have thought about secrets, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just make stuff up. Now is your moment. You're a yeah. Lean into your instincts. You know how you want gold. All the gold that you can carry. All the gold that you can stuff in every nook and cranny that you know of. That's how I feel about knowledge. You fill me up and I will do the same. But you've shared a secret, so I must... For our bargain, share one with you. I can merely point you towards the vault. To unlock it, you will need three keys. Three, as I count on my fingers slowly. Next secret! Oh, this is fun. (laughs) This is really scrambling his brain as he's trying to think... In the past tense. He usually just lives in the present. Well, there there was a time when my lust for gold went too far. I I killed my partner. Oh, partners are a dime a dozen. Look, we just met and we're partners. All right. And look at this. You have several other partners now. Well, you collect partners. And when they're not useful, you get rid of them. Why else would you keep anything around? I am perplexed by that statement. (laughs) It's a lot to parse through. (laughs) All right. My turn. The first key is an adamantine bar. Mmm. Careful, it's heavy. Where is it? I don't know, but I imagine you could find one somewhere. I can tell just by the way you are that you are resourceful. Why, thank you. Only someone as skilled and resourceful as yourself. And what is this? You have a friend. Oh, that friend. Well, this is getting interesting. Your turn. Well, about that friend, I haven't really told anybody that he exists. Oh, a secret friend. Oh, I love a secret friend. A friend that no one else knows about but you. And when people think you're crazy, you know the truth. It's not just you whispering to you. These aren't delusions. No, you have a friend. Lovely. Well, (laughs) as part of our deal, the second key is a painting of a dwarf miner. You know, one who 
chops at rocks, not one who can't drink. <laughs> well, where is that? I don't know where to find uh, that kind of painting. Oh, come now. I know that you happen to be a very capable... What is the word? You're good at acquiring things that maybe you don't naturally possess or have gotten outright. I'm sure you know someone who can get you a painting. Think of all the gold, Brick. The gears are clicking in my brain. Are there gears in them? They're rusty. <laughs> now tell me, Brick, what is another secret? You, my, my new friend, uh, are another secret. I get to be a secret? Oh, that is tasty. I love it. Ooh, there's intrigue in that. And betrayal? Oh, this is a good secret. Brick, you are full of secrets. I'm brimming over in anticipation of the next one. But it is my turn. The final key you're going to need is a cask of dwarven ale. The real stuff don't get the fake stuff. We all know what that tastes like. It's pretty cheap. So. Do you know you're a stone? You, you don't have a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Do your eyes t- taste? Synesthesia. <laughs> I see taste. It's such an emo album title. <laughs> Do your eyes taste? <laughs> oh my god. This is a band I, I School. We played I, at the bowling alley. Yeah. Dear. Oh my god. Dear eyes taste. At the oh bowling alley. Oh my god. The, the is called At the Bowling Alley. Yeah. <laughs> the stone says, Now it's your turn. I can't wait to hear what the next secret's going to be. <laughs> oh my god. Well, uh, I'm not proud of this one, but sometimes it kind of feels good to be bad. Oh, that's a lovely secret. Of course it feels good to be bad. Do you think people do good because it makes them feel good? No, they do good because they feel guilty. Because they know that they want to be bad, but they can't. It takes real strength in a society like this to give it your all. You are a tasty treat, Brick. It's just what a capitalist would say. Mm-hmm. It's not real. <laughs> well, then I suppose it's my turn. The vault is located under the theater, the Pink Flump. You have been so helpful, new Again. friend. Do you have a name? Oh, you can just refer to me by the name of the Stone of Golar. Right. Bit long, but okay. Mm-hmm. So what are you going go to do now, Brick? You know where the vault is. You know how to get in. Well, I'm going to find that go. Oh. Well, I hope your little friend will stop by to play. I would love to meet him. So I, I put the stone of Golar kind of okay. like tucked away. Okay. And... What does Brick decide to do? Now you know that you need an adamantine bar, you need a painting, and you need a cask of ale. What does Brick do? I think I'm gonna have a moment 
where I think to myself, trying to process what to do. Okay. And try and read the situation. Okay. I think I'm going to do an insight check on my... Okay. A little insight check. (laughs) Four. Seems pretty straightforward. If you collect those three things, get yourself over to the theater, get underneath it, boom, you're in the vault. Right. And then I just kind of make a beeline to try and find the first thing. Okay. The first thing on the list was an adamantine bar. Yep. Okay. All right. So now, Ganesh and Pandy, last we left off, you were at the precinct office comparing notes. Mm-hmm. We should head back to the bar. If Brick found that Kenku, that's probably where he'd head. Can't imagine he'd walk into a station like we did. Or if he's not, or if he's not there, he might be in danger. I think he can handle one Kenku, it's Brick. Yeah, but I mean, we don't know if that Kenku led him into a, a layer of ten of them. Well, why don't you send Pip out to look for him we'll while we head back to the tavern? That Good way idea. we can cover both bases. I'll do that, okay? All right, so he sent Pip out to kind of fly around. Just kind of scan the city a little bit. It's going to take Pip a while. Pip's a small fine. little thing. Yeah. But you make your way uh, back to... Uh, Skull Alley, back to the tavern, and you come in to find Eddie in there, and Eddie looks as, uh, maybe, what would you say, Eddie, uh, slightly better spirits, you, like you've accomplished something, you feel like, what's going on? I feel on? better than I did this morning, but I'm still, I think I'm just sort of like lounging under some blankets with like my little arms poking out. I'm kind of, like, reclining, and I'm just very gently strumming on my lute in front of the fireplace. Well, um, Ganesh and Pandy walk in. Eddie, <laughs> are you still sulking? No, no, I'm... You are I, totally sulking. I can see you sulking. Well, I'm not that... I'm not really sulking. How, uh... How'd it go? How'd everything go? Um, what happened? Well, you, first off, you probably smelled us way before we came in. Mm-mm. Stinky. Because we smell like shit. Because we smell like shit. <laughs> I guess you were under the blankets. Yeah, yeah. But, um... We've been wallowing in poo. It was awful. Um, Miss Pandy made it out relatively unscathed because of Brick. Yeah. Who we think is chasing down a final Kenku who hopefully has the Stone of Golar. Well, shouldn't we maybe go find Brick? Wait, what? Whoa, wait. Okay. We don't know where Brick is. How are we supposed to find Brick? We sent Pip out to look for him. We can go out later. I am going to shower. You found the Stone of Golash. I'm good. We have showers now. (laughs) We've got showers now. (laughs) Yes. Okay, we found... I actually got no poo on me. Wait, we found the Stone of Golar. No. Well, maybe. If the Kenku that Brick was chasing had it, they split up. There were multiple of them. And uh, we each kind of took off in a direction. And neither my Kenku nor Pandy's Kenku had the stone. So kind of banking on Brick for this one. But, you know, that's worked out already in the past, so. Okay. He does know how to come through in a pinch. He does have that power sometimes. We're getting pretty close here. Okay, so just wait for Brick. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm going to go bathe. Yeah, good call. Then Good call. You You don't look... Look a little green. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to forgive you that one because you've been sick. I'm very sick. Yep, you're right. I'm feeling very sick. How was your day? Oh, pretty good. 
I went to the... Oh, okay. You went somewhere? I went to the P.I. Yeah, could we talk about this, actually? Okay, wait. You go take take a tub. When you get back, I want to talk to you about something. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I'll try and make it quick, then. No, take take your... Really do your best job in there. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcast, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. I'm going to go try to make my best, like, feel-good medicinal tea. Okay. For Eddie. Okay. Give me an arcane check. Okay. Let's see how good this thing is. Gladly. Are you proficient in tea making? Or potion making? Or alchemy? 21. Well, I don't know if you are proficient in those things, but... uh, Well, it's an arcane check, so... You do, in fact, think this tea is pretty dang uplifting, if you do say so yourself. So I, I wander over to Eddie all the while, but not tasting it. I wander over, tea in hand, to Eddie, and I say, I know we're not super close, but um, I made you something that I think would make you feel better. I'm going to take it. I think we're pretty close. I mean, ish. But thank you. Yeah. And it's the best tea I've ever had, basically. <laughs> It tastes pretty amazing, and it, in fact, kind of delivers on, on, you know, what's been advertised. You feel uplifted, it smells good, it's warm. Yeah, it's great tea. This is amazing. I try, thank you. Do you just invent it yourself? Actually, it's one of my own creations. Oh I, my... I dabble. You should share this recipe with Fala. This is amazing. Maybe. I, don't I know. feel I'm amazing. a bit possessive, but yeah. It's, okay, thank well, you. never yeah. mind. Sharing is caring, but you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Ganesh, thank are you, you back from your deep scrub? Uh, I can most certainly be back from my did, scrub. Did you get clean? Did it I, come off? It came off as well as I think it could. Okay. But then I also have like this really nice kind of heavy perfume that kind of like blends it out so it doesn't patchouli. smell as rank. Uh. Right. I feel like Gunash would be a patchouli kind of person. Uh, maybe. I, can see I could almost see I can I, see that. I could see it. That fits. <laughs> like patchouli frankincense. Ooh, yeah. So yeah, so I I bathe and perfume and come downstairs and I assume you're probably on your second cup of tea. Yeah, I feel great. Um, try some of this. It's great. Pandy made it. I try it. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, my God. It's you're good. being modest. No. Oh, my Keep God. Keep it coming. It's fine. It's, it's mean, really phenomenal tea. It, you're really just like, wow, this is really good. You just you just whip this up, like, just mm-hmm. now? Her own oh. recipe. Because, like, we should, we should be selling this. I know magic. Well, I mean, I know you know magic, but I didn't know you knew drinks. Yeah, tea magic. Same thing. Really the same thing. You just have to have the right ingredients, put everything in the right order. You know, it's kind of the same thing as magic. I think we should have this sure. as a tea available for everyone. Yeah, totally. This should be a thing. This Done. should go on the menu. Because I, I would drink this all day. Yeah. Okay. You know what? It'll happen. Great. <laughs>
I'm, 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 yeah, I'll make it happen. Awesome. You okay. wanted to talk to me about yeah. something? Yeah, so on my little sleep day, I went, so I found Blue dead, and I went, I'm nervous about my sister. I went to the PI next door, Trench. Yeah, I think I talked to him once, maybe after the explosion <laughs> or something. I thought that you might... I don't know. I have run into him before. I mean, I've worked with him a little bit from the... Do you... Is he a creep? Like, is he... I basically hired him. And I'm worried that he's going to take all my money. Anyways, I'm a little worried about it. I just thought maybe you would have some insight about it. Also, because I feel like our money is pretty pooled. Yeah, no, that's a thing. But, I mean, you seem worried about your sister, so, I mean... I, I just feel I, weird. I assume you know that you're... You, means you're probably going to have to, you know, play more or, you know, figure out some other sort of scheme to... Because the tavern probably won't support, Cover that, no. Yeah. But do I know anything? You can make a roll. What kind of roll? Um, you can give me a history check. Really? History? Mm, you can also do insight. Uh, insight's better for me. I would like to take an insight if I could. Okay. Yeah, take an acrobatics check. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever's better. <laughs> Do not take uh, an acrobatics check. 17? <laughs> 17. Yeah, acro uh, would be bad. <laughs> you have heard of him. You know, other people on the force have worked with him. He's a private eye. He's, he's never, you know, gotten in trouble for fraud or anything like that. He's gotten in trouble for, you know, maybe being a little overzealous. Right, some B and E kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I, I I know a couple guys who've worked with him on the force, but he's just a typical PI kind of guy. I think he got in trouble once for like a B and E kind of situation, but I mean, like we got in trouble for a B and E kind of situation, so yep. I can't really fault him on that one. Sometimes a B and E just kind of has to happen. Wait, what's that mean? Beginning and ending. Uh, I mean, because we've done that. Yeah, I mean, it could mean that, but in this case, I was meaning breaking and entering. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, we've done Bacon and eggs. All right, so let's go um, back to Brick. So, Brick, you've had a chance to kind of think about it. You decided you're going to go after the adamantine bar first. Mm -hmm. Where have you decided that you're going to go? So I'm probably going to call for my friend since he was leading me to the stone. Friend, I need to find... The first key. C- can you lead me to it? As I look up. So, Brick, you look up, you're, you're kind of looking up and you're talking to your friend, and all you hear is a little whisper in your ear that says, Blacksmith. I nod my head, and then, have I seen any blacks? Like, there's tons of blacksmiths right. in the city. Shoot. There's you, one near you, us. There's one just down the street from the troll mm-hmm. school. I'm not sure. I'd, yeah, I don't think I'd want to steal, steal from a friend. You know, and then there's a ton Even of I have some, you know. Why would you have to steal it? You might just ask. There are a ton of them in the town. Awesome. Adamantine's really, really yeah, expensive. Probably very expensive. Mm-hmm. And you could just ask to borrow it. And yeah, that, I'm sure that will go yes, over well. Let me, let me lend out my adamantine bar to this known criminal who could have no use for it. I'll go in the direction of the closest one I know exists. Okay. To my point where I'm at right now. All right. You can kind of wander your way towards uh, the market center of Waterdeep because you know there's a ton of blacksmiths there. And you figure, you know, since it's adamantine and it's pretty rare, 
you know, it'd probably be maybe an upper scale place, mm-hmm. you know, kind of specializing in fancy stuff. It takes you about an hour, kind of wandering through the shops, trying to look nonchalant, mm-hmm. trying to look like, you know, you're just window shopping. Yep, just just browse. I'm just I'm just browsing. I'm not casing. Mm-hmm. What time is it? Uh, that's a good question. I would say it's probably late afternoon, early evening. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And you finally, after a couple hours, find a shop that looks like that might be a shop that has adamantine. You see some really expensive and very fancy, almost ornate and unusable suits of armor on display in the window. Mm-hmm. I walk in. Give me a perception check. Nice. That is an 18. You see Pandy's familiar flirt by down the street. You're not sure whether or not Pip saw you. Hmm. Well, I definitely scoot into the building, Okay. having seen Pip. Okay. All right, you scoot into the building, and there is a, a, a gentleman there. And it's, it's just filled with this sort of... You know, really gaudy, really kitsch, very overly ornate sort of suits of armor. Mm-hmm. And you step in, and you know, having just come from the sewer and dressed in your typical attire. Sure, and it's great. He says, "I'm sorry, but we're closed." The door's open. Oh, I should be more clear. We are closed to you. Oh, I see. Really? You don't like the low people. <laughs> well, it's one thing when you have to pass them on the street. It's another when they bring their shit-smelling person into your shop. Yeah, they would smell like poop. I kind of, like, my eye twitches a little bit. <laughs> like and I, I walk out. Okay. And is there an alleyway close mm-hmm. by? Yes. So I go into the alleyway and kind of... Shrug my shoulders, shake it out a little bit, uh-huh. and turn invisible. Okay. Boop. Oh, man, but that doesn't change your scent, though, man. Nope. Not smart. It's prick, all right? He's making progress. He's doing his thing. Okay. I think it's a lingering fun. Yeah. Good point, good point. So, uh, you make your way back into the shop invisible? I do. Okay. Being very careful not to bump into anything. Yes. And you see that he has come out from behind the counter, and he has a fan. And he is waving the fan in the air, vigorously. Ugh! I cannot believe that stench! So I'm just kind of having my body as flat and straight as possible, just trying to work my way around to wherever he keeps his ingots and Uh, bars. Okay, so you're going to maybe work your way into the back of the shop. Yeah. Okay, so give me a a stealth check. You see behind the counter that there is an open doorway. Uh, I got a... Where's my stealth? 23. 23? Rolled a nat 20. Nice. Nice, 23. Well done. So you keep on going, and by the time you get towards the back of the shop and move through that open doorway, he's at the front of the shop, fanning vigorously. Mm-hmm. Gotta give himself a stroke. <laughs> Complaining the entire time. Uh-huh. As you make your way into the back of the shop, you see that there are s- several workbenches. And you see what looks like a forge... Mm-hmm. And a variety of different tools on the workbenches, all very ornate, uh, ornate tooling on the tools themselves, all organized. You see, they're laid out by size. Each bench has been properly knolled, mm-hmm. as it were. And you see back behind the forge a large bookcase. And on it 
you see a variety of ingots. Are they labeled? Because I'm not sure he would know off the top of his head what it would look like. You're such an ingot. They're probably in order, though. Gotta figure out what kind of order. Yeah. You walk over to the uh, bookcase? I do. Okay, well, why don't you uh, give me an investigation check? Let's see how that goes. Six. You see some that are really shiny Mm -hmm. and silver looking. You see some that are really dull and kind of dark gray looking. Mm -hmm. You see a few that are like black and shiny. You see some that are clearly gold. You see some that are clearly bronze. You see what looks one, one looks a little bit like copper. You're not sure. Uh, One, uh, a stack of them is green. So then I'm thinking... There's another stack that's red. Hmm. So I'm thinking about my conversation with the Stone of Golar, Mm -hmm. and I remember that it was supposed to be very heavy. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I'm just going to start picking up little bars and seeing which one seems the heaviest. Okay. So these bars are about, I would say, eight inches long and about three inches thick. Mm -hmm. And you kind of start picking up different bars, trying to be really careful to set it down mm-hmm. so it doesn't clink or clank. And some are really light. Like, you, they look heavy, and you go to pick it up, and you almost, like, hit the bottom of the shelf above you. Because oh, okay. it's just... It's that sort of moment when you pick something up thinking that it's heavy, but it isn't, and so you've mm-hmm. applied too much force. Some of them uh, are heavier than others. You know what gold looks like. You know which one the gold one is. You know what gold... How heavy gold feels. And so uh, you, you figure, well, I'm going to use that as kind of my, my bar, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't like you give gold. me a nature check, Brick, and let's see, after Wayne feeling the weight of all of these, if you can successfully identify... <gasps> it's a zero. Maybe not. Sorry. Several of these are heavy. I've never been outside of the walls. I don't know nature. <laughs> Several of these are quite heavy. Hmm. Which ones? A very bright silver one is quite heavy. A black glossy one is quite heavy. And then uh, the red ones are quite heavy. So not knowing, Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab (laughs) one of each. (laughs) I was going to say, figure... (laughs) I can do the deduction later. That's smart. I will accept one of them. It's not what I thought was going to happen, but a good solution. Yeah, I uh-huh. like it. I got my eye on the real prize right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you take a red one, All bars you help. take that sort of jet black glossy one, mm-hmm. and you take the bright silver shiny one. Okay. So you kind of put those in your bag, mm-hmm. and you see that he, uh, the shop owner, comes back in, sits down at one of the bench, workbenches, mm-hmm. and has uh, taken out a piece of armor and has begun kind of working it with, with a hammer, making quite a lot of noise. I take advantage of that noise. and There's a back door or a front door? I'll go to the front door. Oh, okay. So uh, that's going to require shimmying by him. Um, I'll do that. Okay. One more stealth check. So that's an eight? An eight. All right. As you're sneaking by him... Wait, don't you get advantage because you're invisible? 
He also stinks, though. Well, he smells, <laughs> and he's about to make a lot of noise. As you go sneaking by him, he noise. had put down some pieces of armor behind the counter that you mm-hmm. did not see. Okay. And as you're kind of backing out of the doorway, you're back up and you put a foot down on it, and it makes this loud clang sound against the stone floor. And he drops his hammer and he kind of looks up and he's looking what feels like right at you as he looks out the door and he see for a moment there you think he's seen you who's there I said who is there and he stands up and he's beginning to walk towards the door I'm trying to walk backwards in pace (laughs) keeping the same exact distance As he gets towards where you were standing on just the other side of the door, he says, Ugh! My God, that smell! And he pulls out a fan. And now, to a casual observer, Mm -hmm. it would look as though he's fanning through the store. Yep. To someone who could see the invisible, or someone with true sight, it would look like he was fanning you out of the store. Okay. Because as he's (laughs) vigorously waving like this, with every wave, you're kind of like... Stepping back. Stepping back, stepping back, stepping back. And you get back to the door, and you notice that the door is shut now. So. Mm -hmm. And he is coming closer and closer with his vigorous fan waving. I panic. I just burst open the door and then (laughs) run. Okay. He comes running out in the street yelling. Hey! Hey! And he doesn't... I mean, you're invisible, right? So he's kind of, Hey! Hey! Where... You know, yelling and pointing at people, and people are kind of stopping to look, and you dash down an alleyway. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.